Good morning and welcome to Friday morning, November the 26th in 2021 on When I Rise. Today we come to the end of year C, the first Sunday of Advent. And on the Friday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the gospel passage from this week in the Revised Common Lectionary in the church calendar year. And so we're going to start later in the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 21, verses 25 through 36. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When Our Eyes. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Luke chapter 21, verses 25 through 36. And there will be strange signs in the sun, moon, and stars. And here on earth the nations will be in turmoil, perplexed by the roaring seas and strange tides. People will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth, for the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then everyone will see the Son of Man coming on a cloud with power and great glory. So when all these things begin to happen, stand and look up, for your salvation is near. Then he gave this this illustration. Notice a fig tree or any other tree. When the leaves come out, you will know without being told that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things taking place, you can know that the kingdom of God is near. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. Watch out. Don't let your hearts be dulled by carousing and drunkenness and by the worries of this life. Don't let that day catch you unaware like a trap, for that day will come upon everyone living on the earth. Keep alert at all times and pray that you might be strong enough to escape these coming horrors and stand before the Son of Man. This is the word of God for us. Human beings have always been concerned about what's going on and what's and what's next. And uh, people have gained power by being able to understand the times and to make positional changes and to, be, and to prepare what's going on in the present and, and to be ready ahead of time what's going on in the future. And religion, this, this seems to be one of the things that draws people to religion is being prepared for something that's down the road. But we know that preparation or having a sense of something doesn't just happen uh, with just a weekend a retreat, uh, trying to put our lives in order and a snap in order to be prepared for something. But preparation takes a long time. I'm reminded of Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers, where he notes that uh, based on scholarship and by an array of different uh, fields of study is that it takes about 10,000 hours to master anything. So you think about any skill that you and I might have, whether it's driving or riding a bike or playing the violin or hitting a golf tee shot. A lot of times we weren't naturals, like it, we were pretty clumsy and we had to think really hard and concentrate hard all the way through it. But over time, our muscle memory begins to take shape and our brains go through a series of calculations called chunking, where that practice uh, becomes more and more natural to where it's almost second nature to us. And I think that this is what Jesus is ultimately calling us to. These words from Jesus are very perplexing. I mean, here he predicts that something is going to happen within the lifetime of the people hearing his words. And so we have this interesting dilemma as Bible uh, interpreters and as those who take scripture seriously, which is, was Jesus wrong? Like, did he miss it? Uh, Because 
I think many of us have been trained to read these words of Jesus and say, he's talking about the very end of the world. He talks about the Son of Man coming on the clouds, whatever that might mean, either literally or figuratively, right? So what has happened? I mean, that, that, that generation has passed away and these things haven't transpired. Some say, well, he's more talking about what's happening in, on the ground there in Jerusalem. Uh, he's in Jerusalem at the time that he's preaching and teaching this. He understands the turmoil and the pressure that's being built up between Jerusalem and Rome and all the different powers trying to jockey for position there. So he says there's a great shaking that's going to happen among our community. And he's right. There's a great war that happens between AD 66 to AD 70 there in Jerusalem where Rome sacks Jerusalem and uh, the, the people of God uh, there be, go, undergo great turmoil because of it. And so what is Jesus ultimately saying here? He's saying people are going to be do, doing some predictions for every generation. And we've even seen this in like modern day church where people try to take a fuzzy passage of scripture and try to sign different things like this means Russia and this means China and blah, blah, blah. And uh, every time all those predictions fall short and it doesn't stop people from making more predictions. They just kind of assign different things to different symbols in order to try to get it right, you know, and uh, this may not be the most helpful way to guide and to lead our communities forward. But Jesus said, just like someone who can watch the changing of the leaves or like someone who can watch the weather patterns and get used to what's going to happen next, if we give ourselves to soul development, uh, to the process of being shaped into Christ's likeness, We'll, we'll, we'll be able to notice God's move in our life. We'll be able to move, notice God's move in the greater, uh, wider community and culture around us because it becomes like second nature to us. We begin to understand the contours of the arrival of the kingdom and we begin to look for it. We stand watch and we begin to see what God is up to and our minds marvel and our feet are ready for service and our hands are ready to engage in the meaningful work of what it means to be the church. And that's what we need today, right? Because we have no shortage of people who say things and critique culture. I feel like um, discourse has been plunged into something so futile like meme throwing and uh, trolling in our time. We don't really have meaningful discussions hardly anymore. It's just memes being passed back and forth and whataboutism. But the people of God are different. We should be anchored in our prayer life, we should be anchored in watching the signs of the times, but ultimately anchored in the hope that God is sovereign and he holds things in his hands and that God is near and he's not far off. With those things happening in the world around us, we will not be pushed to and fro uh, by the seas of culture, the seas of what's popular and what's powerful, the power grabbing that happens uh, among those who would seek to try to wield power in our communities. But there's going to be an inner resolve and a resilience to follow the King of Kings and to stand against the tide of all the other temptations out there. So if we're going to do that, that takes guts, it takes prayer. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying together this morning. Father, Son, and Spirit, we thank you that something is happening in the world today. There is an overlapping of worlds. There is this present age that's passing away, and over the top of it is the arrival of God's kingdom. And that arrival is moving among us like leaven in a batch of dough, you've told us. And so it takes guts, and it takes courage, and it takes discipline to stay on your map instead of being whisked away into this other map and these other temptations out there. God, we confess to you that at times we are so easily convinced to uh, leave our attentiveness and to fall asleep to the things that matter the most. 
And so we pray that by your grace and by your spirit that we would fuss over the right things, the things that matter the most. So you told us to make the most of our hours and time. And so we ask God that as we place our lives back into your hand once more today, that you would shape us and mold us and train us and allow us to have the vision and the insight to be prepared for what's coming next. Because we don't want to just be people who predict the future. We don't. That's not our goal. Our goal is to be faithful, as you've asked us to be in our passage this morning. So God, help us to have an inward resolve. Help us to have a great patience with our faith. Help us to be anchored in the hope that all things are being made new, including us. And so today is filled with potential, it's filled with promise and opportunities. So God, help us to make the most of them as we put one step in front of the other today in the outgoing of our day. So God, be with us, draw near to us as we draw near to you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.